This conference will now be recorded. Indeed, your word says, O God, Oh, great spirit. Amen, amen, amen. The word of God says that the steadfast love of the Lord, it never ceases. His mercies, they are renewed every morning. His mercies, they are renewed every morning. 
His mercies, they are renewed every morning. It doesn't matter how the, the day went yesterday. It doesn't matter how difficult the night was. He says that weeping may endure for the night, but joy, it comes in the morning. That means that every single morning, we are supposed to thank God, appreciate him for his mercies and his love upon our lives. This dawn, I want you to lift your voice to the heavens and I want you to tell God, God, I am grateful. Father, thank you for my life. Thank you for preserving me. Thank you for preserving the life of my family, my children, my wife, my mom, my father, every single person that is connected to me. Thank you, Jesus, for your steadfast love in my life. Open up your mouth and begin to praise the name of the Most High God. Joy has come in the morning. So far, I like before you. And I say that thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for preserving my life, oh God. Thank you for the gift of life, oh God. Thank you for the gift of life, oh God. For the health that is within my flesh, the strength within my bones. In the mighty name of Jesus, I do not take my life for granted, oh God, because I know that it was not Thank you, Jesus. 
be extolled on high, O God. In the name of Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word of God makes us to understand. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18, he said, But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter onto the perfect day. As we are going to begin the day, today is Friday, we are entering the weekend. We are ending our working days. Want us to lift our voice in prayer and say that God, let everything that I am going to do today, let it shine brighter and brighter onto that perfect day. Maybe the week has not been the way you wanted it to be. Maybe there were certain expectations on your heart that has not materialized, that has not come to the physical. But the word of God says that though there is a lot of thoughts and counsel in your heart, though the things that are on your mind is many, he says, let the counsel of the Lord, let it stand. He said, if you trust in me, in everything that you do, I will lead you in the right way. So I want you to lift your voice and say that, God, today I want my light, I want my path to shine brighter and brighter onto that perfect day. It doesn't matter how Monday to Thursday has been. It doesn't matter how gloomy it has been. It doesn't matter how the office has been. But today today will shine brighter and brighter onto a perfect day open up your mouth and begin to speak into your day Thank <laughs> you. 
be a mark of exclusiveness, be a mark of exclusion, that whatever that the enemy one has sought in our path today, we will be excluded from it. It will be taken out of our path in the mighty name of Jesus. Be it premature death, be it sicknesses, be it poverty, be it anything that is going to take away from us. We are committing every single member into the hands of God and marking them with the blood of Jesus and setting them apart for the day of anything that the enemy one has planned against us. In Jesus' mighty name, let us lift our voice in prayer.
in Jesus' name. Bless the name of the Most High God. We thank God. And according to our prayers, He said that whatever we decree and declare it shall be established over us. So as we have lifted our voice to our Father in heaven, we have marked every single member of TPN with the blood of Jesus. And that blood will be the mark of exclusion. Whatever the enemy one has said before us today, the spirit of death that is roaming this country and claiming people's life, when it gets to any GPM member's house or their office, it shall pass over them in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I wanted to share with us a little exhortation this morning. Um, We all know this memory verse from Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 14 which is talking about the vision that has been set for an appointed time and this morning I want to read it out to you 
and just give you a little bit of word to just start the day with. The Bible says in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 3, it says that for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. And when I was reading through the scripture, God just laid it upon my heart. Today, I'm entitling my little devotion, The Vision for the Appointed Time. But then my question to you is, what is your vision? The Bible says that the vision is yet for an appointed time. At the end, it will speak. It will not lie. So even though it has taken so long, God has given us the assurance that that vision will surely materialize. But my question to you this morning is, what is your vision? What is it that you have set before you? What is it that you are looking up to? We've entered into the month of March, which is the last month in the first quarter of the year. The first two months, what was your vision? The Bible says that in James, he says that, he who is like who is a doer of the word, he's the man who looks into a mirror. The Bible likened, likened the man to somebody who looks at himself in a mirror. He says he's observing his natural face in the mirror. And after he has observed himself, there is an image that comes into his mind. He says he goes away and immediately he forgets what kind of man he was. But then the one that do the work of God, the one that is a doer of the work, he said he looks into the perfect law of liberty and he continues in it. He does not forget what he sees. What is the vision that you have set for yourself this year? And is your eye on that vision? Are you looking forward to that vision materializing? I always say this, before God created the heavens and the earth, he had a mental picture of exactly what he wanted everything to be. And that is why at the end of each day, the Bible says that, and God said it is good. God said it is good. Everything that he, he had in his mind, he, he created it with that image in mind. So the moment he sees, he said, this is exactly what I wanted. And then it will be the end of that day. And then the following day would begin. My question to you this morning is, what is your vision? Is it that you have forgotten what the vision was? So therefore you have gotten to the point where, I can't quite say, if it happens, fine. If it doesn't happen. And... I was reading this story that we've all heard of, of, of Jacob, when Jacob fled from his father's home and then went to Laban. The Bible says that whilst he was with Laban, God blessed Laban through Joseph. But then it got to a, a time where Laban began to cheat Joseph. So every single time when he's supposed to increase his salary, as we put it, or he's supposed to promote him, he will, he will do it in a particular way. He was constantly being unjust to, 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 to Jacob, but he, he kept doing what he was doing. 
he did not allow his vision to change. And then the Bible says that it got to a point, he went to Laban, and then Laban, he went to explain himself to him, and Laban was like, what do you want me to give you as wages? You will think that after all those years of him working for his wives, all the things that a guy did to him, he would probably have said, give me half of your property because I'm entitled to it. The Bible says that Jacob said, all I want is for you to give me all the goats that have spots on them. All your sheep that you consider completely brown. They were different colors. He said, that is all I want. Just look into your, 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 your herd and give me all the ones that are spotted. And Laban, thinking that he's a smart guy, the Bible says that he intentionally, after he had come to that truth with Joseph, he intentionally removed all those, those ones and gave them to his sons. So indirectly, if, just, if Jacob goes that he's going to pick what was his, he had none. But you see, the Bible says that he decided that the, the ones that were not spotted, the normal ones that he, he knew that he was not entitled, there was a place that they would come and come and drink and come and feed. And when they come, that is where they would meet. And God said, the Bible says that he took wood and he created stripes in them. And then he placed them right before the place where the animals were coming to feed. And when you read the word of God, said whilst they were mating, they were looking at it. And you would, you would ponder over it. These are animals. They will see that stripe, the different colors, the white and, and the brown and the black. And they'll be mating. They will just be mating and they'll be eating. But the word of God says that when they do it, after they give birth, all the, the little lumps and goats that they gave birth to were all spotted. And some of them will come out all brown. And he did it so strategically. He set that thing before them. These are animals, brethren. And just by them looking at it, everything that they gave birth to. So it got to a time that the, the stronger animals were when. Jacob would go and put those things to, and the stronger animals were given birth to all these sparkled and spotted little baby animals, and he would go and go and collect them. So gradually, Laban, without realizing, was having very few animals, and all his, his animals were feeble. The Bible says that all the feeble animals were now for Laban, and all the stronger animals were for J Jacob. And it says he became excited exceedingly prosperous and had such a large flock that eventually Laban's sons started becoming jealous of him. They now wanted to find a way to lay claim on the very thing that was his. What is your vision? What is it that you have said before you? I think vision is more or less like what people say resolutions. I won't go to do this. I won't go to do this. Whenever it's 31st night, we write it, we set it down. But have you realized that not even 10% or 20% of our resolutions are always resolved? We end up going back to the next 31st night and we, we postpone it to the following year. That is because we, we, our vision is not set. We go out and we forget what it is that we have asked God for. And today, this morning, I want to challenge everybody at the sound of my voice. Take a sheet of paper or take a little notepad and then just write in it about 
hundred things that you want God to do for you, some of them you can add the years to it. And just every single morning when you get up, repeat those things to yourself. If it is a card that you want, our God is a God of the specific. So go to Google and look for that card, the model, the color, the year that it was made. Get that mental picture. If you like, print it and paste it in front of your door or on the mirror in your bathroom. Everywhere that you know that you will constantly have that image. If it is a house that you want, don't limit your thinking because you don't have the means. Put yourself, give yourself that challenge and say, God, the vision is for an appointed time, but I will not take my mind from that vision. Write those hundred things. I promise you, I tried, Joanna, and when I got, I, I, I thought there was so much that I wanted from God that if God told me to write it down, a bebro hundred. And when I got to like 30, I was stuck and I was like, Holy Spirit, Wow. So every time when I'm there, something drops into my spirit, I add it to it. And every single morning, I repeat it to myself. We are in the last month of the first quarter. There are three more quarters of the year to come. Make a vision board. Get pictures. You know, we deal with images. Erect that image in your mind like Jacob did for those sheep and goats. And every morning, Jesus, that is my car in Jesus. Lay claim of what you want. You see a building that is so beautiful. You don't even have a land. You don't even have the money to buy such a house. But look at that vision and set it before your mind. How God will make it happen. That is absolutely none of your business. Don't put God in a box and limit God. Oh, I think I have like 50,000 Ghana City in my account. So, mean to mean, a year, $500,000 or 200,000. Haven't you had the God that we said He will give you houses that you've not built to, to live in, cars that you have not purchased? However, way God is going to do it, set that vision. Don't ever, even if you don't even have a car now. And that is what you want. I tell you, I always pray that God should prosper us and God should give us financial breakthroughs so that we can be a source of providence in his church. If you say that, God, you have made me a millionaire, wake up every morning and speak to yourself. Ah, God, thank you for my millions. Ah, I am a millionaire in Jesus' mighty name. Don't look at your bank account. Set that vision before you. Set that vision before you. And then don't let go of that vision. You will see that gradually it would it will start to materialize, and you'll be wondering how. Don't limit God. Don't allow the fear of what you have now destroy what you could have later. The Bible says in Proverbs, it says, "Hell and destructions they are never full, so the eyes of men are never satisfied." Even if God gave you the exact car that you want today. Tomorrow, you will want a different car. You will probably want the one that has just arrived or you want one that has higher specs. That is how we make our eyes. It is never satisfied. That is why you, whatever it is that you want, you must keep your focus intact. 
Because if you become like the, the man that is tossed by the waves of the sea, you will not receive anything. God, today I want to do this, tomorrow I want to, your vision is basa. And God comes, that he's coming, he said, what is it that she wants? Like, what exactly is it that she wants? This is one of the secrets to receiving things. What well, I read it from Yong Gi Cho is one of his book, the, the third and the fourth dimensions. How God wants us to be specific with our visions. It's twins you want, it's triplets. Name them, get pictures from the internet, put smiley faces on their face and just put it there as an image. And every morning say, oh God, these are my children. Thank you. Give them names. Glorify God every morning. Let that vision be in front of you constantly, no matter what will happen and see what the Lord will do. I am I'm given the sermon because I'm doing it and I'm believing God. Get a vision board. If it is education, if it is marriage, if it is prosperity in your business, give God millions. I, I will end with this note. There was this um, um, book that I was reading when I was in medical school, The Secret of Receiving Things from God. And there was this man who said he wanted a, a, a million dollars from God. And he had no way of getting one million dollars. But he would get up every morning and he said, I want a million dollars. So he took a hundred dollar bill and then he put zeros. He added more zeros to it till it was one million dollar note. And then he pasted it on the top of his roof. That is directly above his bed. He pasted another one right in front of his bathroom window. He pasted one right at the back of his door before he leaves the house. And every morning he will look at that note and he will say, I have a million dollars. I have a million dollars. I have a million dollars. For the next three months, he didn't see any change. And then he said in the fourth month, he's actually a writer. He writes books. And then in the fourth month, he said he slept. And when he, he slept, he had the voice of God telling him that that book that he has been meaning to publish from the year before, he should complete it and publish it. He didn't know what it meant, so he just went to work. He completed the book and then he sold it. And you will be surprised that when the man sold th those books that he wrote, the book that he wrote, within that particular year, he wanted the $1 million. God actually gave him more than the $1 million. Don't think about how God is going to do it. I have learned to live my life. I just want God to blow me away. I want God to keep surprising me. That is who he is. Don't limit God to what you have. Go to Trastaco. If that's where you want to live and that's the buildings that you want, go and take a picture with your phone and print it. And every morning, just speak it. God, thank you for this house. I see me and my husband and my children running around. Yes, this is going to be my house. Set your vision right because the word of God says that though it tarries, though it is delaying, it will surely come. It will not lie. That is the word of God. I bless you all. I pray that this word, it, it, it just sits deeply in your heart. Get that little notepad. Start with 100 things and every morning repeat it. It will get to a point you'll be rattling it every morning. Just keep doing that. When you pick it, God, thank you for this car. You mentioned the color, the model. God, thank you for this money. God, thank you for this business breakthrough. God, thank you for this promotion. Add timelines to it. If the timeline runs out, keep declaring it 
don't forget that vision. If it ever, ever gets to the point where you begin to feel like you're forgetting, remember the sheep and the goats as they looked at those woods and what happened inside of them and what they birthed afterwards. Trust in the word of the Lord for your life and believe that the God that we serve, he said, even if he has never done it before, he will start it with you. I bless the name of the Lord. I magnify you, oh God. I worship you. I exalt you. I bless your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name have I prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. 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 In the grace of our Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the sweetness of the Holy Spirit. Good morning. You too. Have a blessed.